everybody. Uh, welcome back to uh, Capes and Japes, the podcast that is now 50% cordless, because one of us figured out their Bluetooth headphones. Hey, I feel fancy. <laughs> We're in the future. Hoo-hoo. It's not like Bluetooth headphones have existed for years. No, we just invented them now. It's cutting edge. Um, we're in the future because of the Bluetooth headphones, and also because it is it is still it is still so dark. Every year I forget what the daylight savings time does, and every year I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, it is so dark. I keep driving home from work as the sun's going down. I'm like, this isn't right. This 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 can't be right at all. This isn't was, supposed to be happening. I had the morning shift. <laughs> I was at work and I, like, uh, left the lab to go to the bathroom at, like, 3 p.m. or so. And then I went back in and did more work. And then I came out again to leave at, like, 4.30. And there was no light anywhere outside. Terrible. Terrible. Just, just the worst. The only good thing about it is that... Now, when I have to walk the dog in the morning, it's not, like, pitch dark so that I don't accidentally step in a hole and hurt my foot. (laughs) I mean, there's, uh, there's probably a lot of good reasons, uh, not to be walking in the dark, but that's definitely one of them. That's an important one. Look, sometimes you gotta walk the dog at, like, six in the morning, because he's already used to your mom walking him. At, like, five in the morning. So he's already waiting an hour to start his day. (laughs) Ugh. Unbelievable. Alright. Um. Anyway, what is this? A comics podcast? Uh, it's whatever we want it to be. Um, it is- We make the rules. We make the rules. You're just along for the ride. Um. Anyway, so I've been reading this book series- (laughs) We are eventually, we're going to run out of comic book characters, and we're just going to pivot to being a naval historical fiction podcast. God, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it as good as Ngozi does, so (laughs) I wouldn't even try. (laughs) It would all just be recommendations for Ngozi. It would. would. Hi, and welcome to the Go... Support Ngozi Power Hour. <laughs> um. Well, I guess then for uh for the time being, let's uh stick to what we do best and talk about some comic books. Um, like today, where we're gonna be talking about uh Beta Ray Bill. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yes. Who um we we mentioned last week when we talked about Thor. Um. If you didn't listen to that, don't worry. We'll we'll cover some of the same stuff. Um, Beta Ray Bill just like a very a very comic book concept, I would say in general. Do you want to know something cool? I absolutely do. I don't know if it's actually cool, but the first time that I saw Beta Ray Bill and I had no idea who he was, mm-hmm. I was just like, wait a second. He looks a lot like Thor. What's happening here? 
Is this Thor? Is this somebody else? What what is this? I was so confused the first time I saw Beta Ray Bill. The thing is, it would like like Thor's been a frog. So it would not be unbelievable for Thor to be, you know, transmogrified into some sort of like alien horse lizard creature. Look, I mean you put Marvel does this thing, like, look at Bucky Barnes and Rocket Raccoon, and also Thor and Beta Ray Bill. They just like to make non-human characters that wear the same outfit. (laughs) They just like to give their characters personas. I guess. Hey, (laughs) Thor, I have some questions. (laughs) I have no questions. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Um, I saw, I'm sorry, I saw a sweatshirt at work yesterday. Yes. It said, I swear I'm not a furry on it. I saw this in public, and it was very much like doubt.jpg. Yeah, hey, if you have to put it on a sweat, nobody was gonna ask you about it, friend. (laughs) And, I mean, it, the person looked like a teen so i'm like that's definitely a mood but also (laughs) oh i love it suspicious thing you could do (laughs) it's like (laughs) if you've gotta put on a sweatshirt i swear i'm not a furry and then have like what is presumably either a generic furry or your own personal persona kind of like covering its eyes like Oh, boy. I I don't know. Oh, buddy. Anyway, let's talk more about Thor's persona. Yeah, let's talk about- Beta Ray Bill. Thor's persona, Beta Ray Bill. Um, so, um, Beta Ray Bill was, uh, created by, uh, writer and artist, uh, Walt Simonson, uh, in 1983, um, who was, uh- Looking for a way to, uh, kind of shake things up in Thor, um, and one of the first things that came to mind was, well, what if another character, uh, got their hands on Thor's hammer? Um, and, you know, Thor's hammer, uh, Moltnir, most people probably know this, um, but Thor's hammer is a, uh, magical Asgardian weapon. Um, that, uh, in addition to Thor's, like, regular, like, super strength and stuff, uh, gives him the ability to, like, uh, control weather. And he also uses it to fly. Um, and it, uh, specifically states, uh, that the hammer can only be wielded by somebody, uh, who is worthy. Um... Which is, you know, like, a vague enough statement that, uh, you can kind of make it work in, in some different ways. Before this, it was, like, only Thor is able to use it. Only Thor is, you know, like, noble enough or powerful enough or however you want to interpret it, uh, to, like, even pick up this hammer. Like, if anybody else tried, it would just, like, it would just stay there on the ground. Um... Because that shit's heavy. It's so heavy with power. Um, And also, 
It was made in the heart of a dying star. That shit's dense. <laughs> it is. Um, and, uh, in, uh, in the years since, uh, Beta Ray Bill's, uh, creation, um, there have been some other characters, uh, who have, uh, used this hammer. Um, there was, like, there were crossovers where Superman or Wonder Woman, uh, was able to use it. Um, there were, uh, uh, Captain America has, like, lifted it at some point. Um, but, uh, when Walt Simonson, uh, created Beta Ray Bill, nobody else had, uh, lifted the hammer yet. And it, so this was, uh, a pretty big deal. Um, and his, uh, concept while he was, uh, while he was doing this, we touched on some of this a little in Thor, um, but his original concept, uh, for doing this was, uh, he wanted to create this character that looked like, kind of like, monstrous or demonic, um, so that, you know, at first it would seem like something had gone wrong, or it would be, like, you know, like, it would be kind of initially upsetting to see this character using Thor's hammer when you assume, uh, it's an evil guy, because he's got a scary, like, horse T-Rex face. <laughs> um. Oh, no. The scariest of all things. The scariest Horses. face you could think of. Um, a horse. It's like, huh, I can tell what this artist is afraid of horses um i th well he he also he described it later as like uh he's like i started with kind of a skull and then i made him a bit like a horse with the gap behind the teeth um but horses are beautiful creatures so what i was aiming for was a sense of death underlined by beauty <laughs> i mean horse i I mean, horses are beautiful, but if you ever look at a horse skull, it's like, oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very afraid. Thank you. Put, put it back. Um, and, uh, so he, he wanted to design this character where he would initially be very off-putting. And, like, the first, uh, issue that he appeared in, um, has this, like, pretty famous cover of uh Beta Ray Bill in Thor's costume using the hammer to like smash through the main title of the comic where it says the mighty Thor um which I always am like a big fan of that like anytime like a character on the cover of the comic book is like physically interacting with like the title of the comic book I'm like hell yeah um, it's incredibly good. It's so good. So, like, clearly he was intending, um, for this to be, you know, like, a, a, a shock initially that then, uh, would get explained. Um, he, um, he also, uh, talked later on, um, in, like, 2010 he did a panel where he talked about, um, how his idea for, like, why 
like he made somebody like Bill to be uh, worthy of wielding the hammer is because uh, he's like, well, now they've had Superman do it. But the thing is that like Molnir is like a weapon of war and it's designed by the Asgardians to like kill frost giants and stuff. Um, so even if like, you know, like Thor's not necessarily like using it to go around doing murders, uh, it would recognize that Superman is a person who, like, explicitly doesn't kill anybody. It would be like, well, that's not the right fit for me, Mjolnir. Um, <laughs> Mjolnir just like, oh, fuck that guy. He won't even use me to kill something. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and, you know, and Captain America is so tied to, you know, America and patriotism um, that this, like, explicitly Norse weapon wouldn't really suit him. Um, so he wanted to make this character who was an alien and who was, you know, uh, noble, but also, like, a warrior in the same way that, uh, Thor is intended to be. Um, so, uh, it's Beta Ray Bill. Um, and also <laughs> gave him a very silly name. I mean, Beta Ray's? Yeah, I know. Space. Like, it, it sounds like a western. It sounds like sci sci-fi western. It my does. name's Beta Ray Bill, and I'm here to shoot you with my lasers. It does. I like. I like. I like the vibe of it a lot. Um, it's just. It's unclear where it comes from. Because it like he comes from an alien society that one would assume would have like their own language and their own names, which would not resemble Earth words and names. Um, Maybe when he came to Earth, he like just kind of looked at some words and was like, "These sound nice. <laughs> That's my name now." God, uh, that. That's ideal. Um, so, uh, the story of Beta Ray Bill, I believe it was published in the original, uh, this original arc in Thor, uh, was titled The Ballad of Beta Ray Bill, um, which rules as a title, as a series of words. Um, so, um, Beta Ray Bill is a, uh, member of an alien species, uh, called the Corbinites. Um. Also a very cool name. It is a pretty cool name. Um, and, uh, they were, uh, the galaxy, uh, that they originated from, uh, exploded, uh, and most of the species was wiped out, which, Always freaking happens. <laughs> alien alien races are just getting like nearly wiped out left and right in comic books. Um, so I mean they uh, have an infinite supply. So I, yeah, apparently. Um, so uh, the surviving members, uh, the surviving Corbinites, um, like gather up everyone who's left and uh, send them out in this uh fleet of warships. Um, and they're like, okay, well, uh, we need, you know, like, some kind of 
century to uh protect what's left of our species um so they uh developed this uh sentient spaceship uh called the scuttlebutt a lot of great names um incredibly good names i just you said it and i closed my eyes and smiled and i was in such a good world for a minute (laughs) um scuttlebutt and uh they uh take a uh a a very strong uh corbinite uh i'm i believe he volunteered um this is much sadder if he didn't um but they like uh genetically modify him beta ray bill um they uh he's got some like cyborg stuff going on um and he also is, most of the Corbinites, uh, don't look like this. Um, I think they're, like, kind of, like, they, they're, like, bald and they have, like, no noses. Um, they're very different looking, uh, because, uh, Beta Ray Bill was, uh, genetically augmented with, like, uh... Horse genes. Horse genes. Not, uh... Not horses specifically, but, uh, some, like, uh, some creature that was, uh, native to their planet, um, that looks, I guess, a lot like a scary horse. Space horse. Space horse! Um, so, um, he's, uh, genetically augmented, uh, he's, like, even, uh, stronger and more powerful now, um, he uh lives much longer um and he was also like i i think a a pretty good like fighter and stuff to begin with um so um they create basically use like a corbinite super soldier um and uh he goes into uh suspended animation on this uh sentient ship um it's just you know, hanging around in case any threats come by, he can eliminate them. Um, so, uh, do, 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 some time goes by. Uh, one day, uh, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. are, uh, gazing out into, uh, into the galaxy and detect, uh, an alien fleet. Uh, and they send their pal Thor out to check on it. Um, Thor, it's space stuff. Can you go look at it? Uh, Thor, we we can't go all the way up into space and you can just, like, fly out there. (laughs) It'll take us so long to put on all our space suits. This is your, this is your job. Um, so, uh, Thor uh, flies out, uh, checks out this, uh, this spaceship. Um, the scuttlebutt, uh, detects him, uh, perceives him to be a threat, um, and wakes up Bill, uh, who immediately starts fighting Thor. (laughs) Um, and- You know, all of this seems fair. I mean, listen, you're out here, you're trying to protect the last survivors of your species, uh, and some strange blonde man just flies right on up to you. (laughs) He's got a big ol' hammer. He's 
and like a lot of lightning energy, of course you're gonna think that's a threat. Yeah. It just flew right up there. <laughs> just flew right into space. Um so uh they start fighting. Um and uh what happens is uh when they reach uh when they reach Earth, uh Thor's like uh Molnir gets knocked away from Thor. Um and because because they're on Earth, one of the magic rules of Molnir is that uh if it's out of Thor's possession for more than 60 seconds. Uh, he reverts into his Donald Blake persona. Um, which is a silly rule that I don't think exists anymore. Um. <laughs> I'd be a little bit concerned if it did. Yeah. Um, but, uh. Oh so, no, my hammer, I left it downtown. Well, got no powers now. Just a guy. Um, Does so, Thor even, like, not to bring this back to Thor, does he even use his, like, human persona anymore? Or is he just Thor full-time? He's, I have not heard any mention of Donald Blake in a while. Um, So he just gave that I, up. I He's like, you know what? It's sick to be that. Thor. <laughs> no wonder everybody wants to be Thor. um so um thor turns back and thor not back thor turns into a guy um (laughs) bill knocks him out um goes and uh picks up molnir which has uh since thor turned into donald blake has turned into a cane um goes like what is this thing uh, knocks it against the ground, and, uh, the Fakathum Thunder Lightning, um, gets the power of Molnir, and also just, like, Thor's costume just, like, appears on him. Um. I do love when a, ma- like, a magical object comes with its own built-in costume. I do love it. I don't, I don't know if it makes sense, because I, I think that was just, like, like, I think that's just Thor's outfit. Like, I don't think it's connected to the hammer. But I mean, what if it was? Maybe it is. What if, what if Thor's a hardcore goth, but he, if he wants to use the powers, he's gotta go for this Viking look. <laughs> all he wants to do is wear all black, but no. He's got this red cape, and he just has to deal with it. <laughs> This is just his life now, apparently. Um, so, uh, Bill ends up, uh, being, uh, teleported to Asgard by Odin, um, who it says, uh, mistakes him for Thor, um, which I'm assuming means that, like, he, like, saw a blip of, like, Thor's power being activated or something, and not that he looked at this <laughs> alien and was like, this seems right. That looks like my nasty son. <laughs> That's probably what he looks like. I don't know. Loki. I haven't looked lately. Yeah, I haven't paid that much attention. Loki's shape-shifting all the time, so like... Or he's like, ah, oh, Loki got him with another one of those pranks. Oh, yeah. Classic Loki. Loki's zap 
changed my son into his persona. <laughs> as he does. Um, so, uh, Odin summons him, uh, to Asgard. Uh, goes like, wait, wait a second. It's not quite right. I don't think you are Thor. Um. But you are my new son. You're my new son. Um, how did you lift that hammer? And Bill's like, what, what do you mean? I just picked it up. <laughs> the like- same way I would lift any hammer. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Odin's like, hmm, well, there's only one way to settle this. You and Thor are going to have to fight to the death. A cool thing to do to your son. A cool thing to do to your son and also to this, like, pretty decent alien who you just met. I mean, the alien I can understand a little bit better. Odin doesn't know him. All he knows is that he's got his son's special weapon and he's wearing his clothes. He's like, oh, well, we can only have one Thor. I really hope my son wins this. <laughs> Good luck, son. Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, they they fight in uh, an Asgardian like, fire realm. Uh, Scar, scar time, scar time. Um, one of the many, you know, they've just got little Asgardian planes just like all over the place. Um, and uh, they they're pretty uh evenly matched. Um, they both manage to uh knock each other out. Um, but Bill comes to consciousness first because his species is, like, naturally more heat-resistant, um, and, uh, sees, uh, sees the unconscious Thor, like, about to fall into lava, and rescues him. Kicks him him in. Kicks him! Um, no, he rescues him, um, because he's a good guy. Um, Yeah, but lava can't hurt Thor. (laughs) This is established comics canon. (laughs) He just walks around in it. Um, maybe this is special Asgardian lava. Um, That's true. Maybe Asgardian lava can hurt Thor. Yeah. Um, Not our weak-ass earth lava. No. Um, anyways, the important thing is, he, uh, he saves Thor, um, and he explains that he doesn't want Thor to die. Uh, he thinks he seems to be, like, a good guy and, like, a worthy opponent. Um, but he also, like... He needs to protect, uh, his people, and this hammer seems like it would be pretty helpful in that. Um, and, uh, Odin goes like, oh, I have an idea. Uh, we'll make him a new hammer. Which is kind of like, hey, Odin, why didn't you, like, talk through that as maybe option one instead of making your son fight him to the death? test his metal? I guess. Um, so, uh, Bill, uh, gets his own hammer, called, uh, Stormbreaker. Um. Hell yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, rad. It has, like, the same, the same power set that, uh, Mjolnir does. It's created from the same, uh, the same star. Um, and, uh, he, uh, gives it kind of a, uh, similar enchantment where, uh, 
Bill can, uh, if he, like, hits the hammer against the ground, he can, uh, transform into a regular, uh, Corbinite and not a genetically modified horse cyborg one. Um, That's very kind of Odin. Yeah! Surprisingly. I know! He really just, like, rethought his stance. Um, You know what? I feel a little bit embarrassed about all of that fight-to-the-death stuff. How about I make it up to you, kid? (laughs) Listen, I got something real nice. Um... Bam, you can blend in. Yeah. Uh, they, um, they also find out that, uh, the explosion that, uh, wiped out most of the Corbinites was actually called by, uh, the fire demon, uh, Surter, um, who is, uh, a long-standing enemy of Odin and Thor and Asgard in general. Um. That's very convenient. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah, that guy? We hate that guy. Do you want to help us fight him? And Bill's like, oh, yeah, for sure, actually. Um, so, Yeah, uh, if, it, if it weren't for that guy, I'd, I wouldn't be a weird horse cyborg. So, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, so he ends up uh, kind of leading the charge against uh, uh, Surter's, like, demonic forces on Earth. Uh, while, uh, Thor and Odin and Loki all, like, uh, fight him in Asgard. Um, they win. Odin seemingly dies. Um, but he does come back and also, like, it's not that huge a loss, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) bye. Um, and, uh, Bill, uh, continues to, uh, to help out Thor. Um, he, uh, spent some, some time on Earth, he spent some time, uh, on Asgard, um, he mostly crops up either in, like, Thor storylines, or, like, sometimes in, like, uh, general kind of, like, cosmic goings-on, he'll be, like, uh, one of the characters who's like, hey, uh, Bill, you know about space stuff. Can can you come help us deal with this uh this space thing? Um he um he has uh he he tries to um to help Thor during uh Ragnarok, um, but Thor teleports him away because it's not his destiny to die there. I'm like, aw, they're friends. That's um, very sweet, but also Thor. Yeah. Thor. <laughs> buddy um he um the corbinites end up uh finding like a new uh home world the like surviving corbinites um and then galactus eats it oh no i shouldn't be laughing because that's terrible but it's just like so like absurdly like, oh, finally, we've managed to, like, uh, get our, our surviving people to a new ho- Oh, God, Galactus! Oh, God damn it! Um. Why couldn't we have found a planet a little bit after Galactus went through? <laughs> or just made a floating kingdom above uh, Ohio? <laughs> Somewhere. 
Um, Why couldn't they just stay on Asgard? Yeah, there's plenty of room. Um, he, um, he ends up, like, he tries to, uh, to, you know, hunt down Galactus, uh, because he's very upset about this. Um, and, uh, he talks to, uh, talks to the Silver Surfer, who's like, hey, what are you, you, you can't fight Galactus, Bill. And he's like, no, but what if I destroyed every world that Galactus is planning to eat, and then he'll starve to death? Um, and, like, well, um, and then, uh, <laughs> after that, he, uh, is no longer able to, uh, lift his hammer, because he's like, oh, the hammer's like, yeah, buddy, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> the hammer's like, that's a shitty plan, and I'm not going along with it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he ends up, uh, he tracks down Galactus, uh, finds him under attack by another species, and is like, ah. Oh, Fuck! God damn it! Fuck! And saves Galactus. Um, <laughs> at which point, um, he regains his ability to uh to uh wield the weapon. And uh, this sounds like a Christmas movie. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, and Galactus also um creates uh another. Corbinite and is like, hey, you guys can repopulate your species. But, well. <laughs> Galactus. Galactus, that's. I if mean, you could make one, why don't you just make. Just make a bunch of them. Just, just put them all back. Just put them back, Galactus. Hey, thanks for saving my life. As a, as a repayment, I'm gonna uneat your world. Cause that's an option, apparently. I'm just gonna spit it back out. Um. Yeah, you didn't know that Galactus just unhinges his jaw and swallows the world's whole. <laughs> you can just spin him back out whenever he wants. Uh, and they're fine in there. Oh, that's so terrible. That's so He's basically just got another universe inside him. They're okay. They've made their own, they've made their own new solar systems. Yeah, they're all thriving. Um, Each universe just is contained in another Galactus. And that universe has its own Galactus, and it's just Galactuses all the way down. <laughs> oh, we're all just we're all just specks in the stomach of a giant Galactus. <laughs> um, God, uh, he um he joins a team uh called the Annihilators, um, which is a pretty intimidating name for. Mostly just, like, a bunch of kind of space people all working together. Um, Look, all the good names were taken. <laughs> yeah, they had to go with this very intense one. Um, he, um, he helps out uh, the Inhumans, um, and he uh, emotionally supports Thor uh, when uh, Thor is no longer able to wield uh, Molnir because, uh, Nick Fury tells him that, like, uh, no god is worthy of mortal admiration. Um. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill's just like, oh, buddy, that's rough. I went through that one time, and you know what helped me? 
I saved Galactus's life. Come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go find Galactus. Um, we're gonna go find Galactus and we're gonna save his life and your hammer will come back. Um, he does, um, he tries to, uh, he tries to give Stormbreaker to Thor, um, which is sweet. Um, it doesn't work because <laughs> it's the same Because they're deal. in cahoots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, when, um, Thor, um... Thor explains to him, like, you know, what, uh, Nick Fury told him, um, and how he's not worthy anymore, uh, Bill's like, well, you know, I think, I don't think it's about whether or not you can wield Mjolnir, but you're still, you know, fighting to protect people even when you don't have this weapon. So you're still a hero to me, buddy. <laughs> um. Pat, pat. <laughs> pat, pat. Um, which. Uh, which is very sweet. Um, Bill's good. Bill is very good, but also, I've been thinking a lot about that, like, Thor loses his use of the hammer because Nick Fury convinces him that he's not worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that anybody with self-esteem issues cannot and never pick up the hammer? <laughs> maybe that's the real- maybe it's not, like, Thor's, like, power or- his, you know, courage or his sense of right and wrong. It's just his sheer confidence. What a shitty weapon, then. It Oh, only somebody who thinks that they're worthy of wielding my power can actually wield me. And then just, like, some mediocre white dude walks up and just picks it up and he's like, huh, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it's like, this is I, terrible. I, I, no. Who did this? Odin? I mean... Odin! Odin would. Odin's like, yeah, that's just how the world works, right? That's just it's how like, it Odin, is. Odin, fuck off. Get out of here, Odin. Um, Change the rules. Make different parameters. You can do that. You can just do whatever you want. Um, you made another one, like, for Beta Ray Bill. Why can't you just change the parameters of what it considers worthy? Because he... Odin's like, eh. Yeah. Too much work. He likes to be I'm going to go die again. <laughs> Bye. Um, apparently, um, they were, uh, considering having Bill, um, show up in, uh, Thor Ragnarok, or, like, in early versions, he was, like, he had, like, a cameo in it, um, and they decided to cut it, because they were like, well, it's not really, if we're gonna have him in the movies, we want to, like, do him some justice. Um, which is fair. Could you imagine, though, if just in the background of Thor Ragnarok, Beta Ray Bill just, like, walks by in one scene and you never see him again? <laughs> We're just like, wait a sec, is that Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second. Um, it does, uh, I am a little bit, uh, holding out that he'll show up in, uh, whatever the next one is, Love and Thunder. Um. The four? Yes. Sephora, yeah, thank you. Um, holding out hope, uh, for Beta Ray Bill and Sephora, because I, I would, I would truly love to see him. God, just, what if Sephora is just the background pilot for Beta Ray Bill? Yes! It's, you, you go in thinking that it's gonna be, like, Chris Hemsworth, and, is Natalie Portman in this one? Yes! Okay. 
She's she's back, baby. That's right. She picked up the hammer at Comic Con. She did. Uh, it's just the four is actually the story about Thor. Four Thors. You've got Thor. You've got Jane as Thor. You've got Beta Ray Bill as four, and then you've got Throg, which is of course Thor as a frog. <laughs> yes, naturally. And that's what the four is about. Love and thunder, baby. <gasps> Storm makes a cameo at the end and is like, Thor and I never dated. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right here. We never dated. She just looks she looks into the camera and says, E and Olivia from Capes and Japes. I never dated <laughs> Thor. I don't know where you got that idea. It never happened. And we're just sitting there like, wow, I feel so called out. I know. And the entire internet is like, what does this mean? Why has this happened? Please. Also, why is this whole movie about Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> it's called Love and Thunder, It's just, but it's just about Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, because I love him, and now he can control Thunder. And he loves his people, and he wants to protect them with the thunder. Yes, with the thunder that he has. Ugh, God. Um, did, uh, you have, uh, was there anything else you wanted to add? And or any comics? And or any (laughs) naval (laughs) historical novels to plug? I did finish the second book of the 20 book series that I'm reading. That's so so many books! (laughs) I'll be on this shit for a while. I keep telling myself that I'll read some comics between books. I mean, I just finished Post-Captain today. But I'm like, maybe I should read some of these comics before I start reading HMS Surprise. And I'm like, well, I have so many comics that I could read. Which ones do I read? And I'm like, or I could just start HMS Surprise. It's the easier option, Olivia. <laughs> I Although mean, I, I do right. feel bad because every week I'm just going to be like, no, I'm still, I'm still just reading, still just reading this naval historical fiction. I'm, I'm learning that uh, what a mizzen mast is and what the uh, stay sails are. <laughs> Great. And I learned why it's called a poop deck. I um, saw that. <laughs> If, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll already have uh, seen seen that, but um, I know why it's called a poop deck now. It's just because Latin turns to French, turns to English, and you get poop. <laughs> <laughs> From poopus. <laughs> Which means stern. It's just on the back of the boat. <laughs> Anyway, did you read comics? Which is a thing that I should do, at least for this podcast that we have agreed to do together. That's that's fine, because I, I have I have some comics um that I uh, that I can talk about. I picked up uh I picked up a few things this week. Um there's a new issue of uh Die, which heavily features uh Charlotte Bronte. Um there's um some things new young justice new batman uh everybody's uh still at it um <laughs> some batman th- still happening <laughs> boy sure is um some things that uh started this week 
Um, there's a new uh, mini-series from uh, Boombox, um, BB Free, um, by Gabby Rivera, and uh, drawn by uh, Royal Dunlap, um, a, about a uh, 15-year-old girl uh, in living in the uh, Florida Everglades in uh, a post-capitalist America, um, trying to, uh, get away from her overbearing dad and, uh, tour the country with her, uh, very good radio show that she does with the help of her best friend. Um, it's, uh, it's super cute, very, like, vibrant, uh, and alive, um, an excellent, charming protagonist, um, I like it a lot. Um, uh, there is, uh, Spider-Man and Venom Double Trouble, um, is, uh, written by, um, Mariko Tamaki and, uh, drawn by Gurahiru, um, and is just, like, a very, very, very adorable, uh, goofy story about Spider-Man and Venom being roommates. <laughs> um, it's extremely fun. Um, there's, uh, the first issue of the new Legions of Superheroes by Brian Michael Bendis came out. Um, a lot, a lot of John, a lot of my, uh, my boy John Kent, which is fun. Um, I forgot, I wasn't really thinking about how much Bendis would be off his goddamn leash in a series with this many characters. Um, <laughs> nobody stops bantering for, like, one single second, um, which, which is fun, um, there is a lot, a lot of words, a lot of words in it, um, and, um, I also picked up, uh, New Mutant issue one, um, written, uh, by Jonathan Hickman as, uh, you know, part of all of the, the, new X-Men stuff, uh, he's doing, um, and, uh, him and, uh, Ed Brisson, and, uh, art by Rod Rice, um, it's very good, uh, it's very weird, which I think most people, <laughs> if you've been keeping up with a lot of the new X-Men stuff, you would probably expect at this point, um, a lot of weird stuff is happening in it, but there are some very good teens. Um, oh, and, uh, I bought, I was, uh, in, uh, a bookstore this past week, and I finally picked up, uh, The Witch Boy by, uh, Molly Knox Ostertag. Um, now that, like, the last book is out, I'm like, I should read these. Um. Yeah, I have the first two, and I'm just like, I should read these. Yeah. Um. I have not yet. I ha I also, I did not read it yet. I probably will this week. I did, like, briefly flip through it, and I'm like, oh, this looks really good. But <laughs> it's like, I had to stop flipping through it because I was going to spoil myself. Um. <laughs> but. Maybe that's what I'll read in between boats. Yeah, just a nice little, uh, comic palette cleanser. Um. So I'm very excited. To read that. I think that's all the stuff. Um, if, uh, if we miss anything, if you want to, uh, keep up with anything else that we're doing, see retweets about, uh, why the poop deck is called that, 
um, then you can, uh, follow us, uh, on the internet. Uh, we have, uh, Twitter, where, uh, which is probably the most active. Um, we also have a Tumblr, a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a Pinterest. And you can find all those just by going to Capes and Japes, um, on whatever site you are on. Um, we, uh, have a Discord server that you, uh, should come in and, uh, hang out with us at. Um, we have a Patreon, um, if you want to support us on there, we would love that. It would mean the world to us. Um, you can get stuff like bonus episodes, uh, movie nights, you can pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you still like us and want to help us out, um, we love, uh, getting ratings and reviews. Um, we love when people tell their friends about the show, if, uh, you think they'd be interested, and we love having you coming back and listening and joining us, just like you have done today. Um, so thank you for being with us, uh, on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion, and, as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Is Batman's persona a bat? Is Batman Batman's persona? I or would Man Bat be Batman's persona? Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. Catch us next time. <laughs> Catch us in the Discord to talk about personas. Oh, please do.